and welcome to Snacks, a bite-sized pod where we discuss news, trending topics, behind-the-scenes updates and things that caught our attention. Today is Wednesday, hump day headlines. Uh, Al Bradford, welcome. Hey, welcome to you, Rob. It's good to see you nice and cheery and happy today. Um, it's, it is a Wednesday, it's the hump day. Um, I'm feeling good, I'm feeling good. I know we've got uh, a lot to get through today, so let's kick it off. Well... I'm going to start off with one that we're just clicking into at the moment, which is something that one of your your favourite topics, uh, resume and CV tips from a recruiter. Is, it, <laughs> is, this, is this written by you? Oh, some dodgy tips from Al Bradford. Huh? Uh, Make sure you've got a nice, clean headshot. <laughs> Andrew Seaman, editor at LinkedIn News. <laughs> hey, Seaman. Uh, recruiters are on the receiving end of a lot of resumes. They see the best and the worst. Who are, uh, LinkedIn top voice, shared a resume and CV tips for the latest edition of get hired she suggests listing experiences chronologically focusing on duties and accomplishments not worrying too much about length limiting your resume to 10 15 years experience being careful with resume or cv templates avoiding fluff words yep some nice generic tips there from uh, uh Ch- tijal what a Uyghur. um <laughs> yeah just some groundbreaking stuff there uh it's all good what are your do, thoughts do, on that? Nah, just if if that's what you're up to, that's what you're up to. You reckon surely yeah, people yeah. are past that? Oh my! Well, yeah. people need like I who's think, on LinkedIn oh, clicking on this shit? Oh, I just think people people might not have a clue. You know, how far do you start back? Is there is there social media for dummies before dummies? There's you 11 million I mean? people on LinkedIn, and I feel like we laugh about some of the things that are getting clicks and shit at the moment. But that's majority of people. That's what they that's what they're clicking into. They're like, oh, yeah. I might have to change my job. Yeah, well, I don't know. It's not really about what we think, is it? Whatever. Hey, that's the first one. Second thing that's going Thanks on... Thanks for making me angry straight up, yeah. by the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going straight into uh, Men's Mental Health Week, aren't we? We will, but we're going to touch on um, Friendly Geordies first. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Friendly Geordies... Uh, Jordan Shanks, I think Jordan Shanks, comedian, journalist, uh, pumps out YouTube videos. They're like satirical. These, there's been a thing going on at the moment... <laughs> Where I just find it fucking insane that one of the dudes that work for him, you haven't seen the video that's gone sort of gone bananas like uh, over the last couple of days about one of his employees getting um, the the who is the, who are the people that got him the fixated person unit, which is the counterterrorism force brought against him by the New South Wales Deputy Premier, and I just think that there's fucking all the shit that's going on in the moment in the media for the federal government with like the rape allegations, Christian Porter, fucking weird things going on with four, uh, four corners reports about QAnon and all this other shit going on. That's nowhere to be seen in mainstream media in the news today uh, or yesterday. But this, this fucker has got people getting arrested about doing YouTube videos and mock things. I just think we, we living in a big brother state. Oh, 1984. It's a bit, it's a bit crazy, isn't it? Don't, they say don't get beaten by what you know, and I feel like we know that uh, things aren't that good. So, what's going on? Is it does it mean because it's they must be they don't want things coming out, do they? I just it's just the tinfoil hats on. It's clearly on, Rob, isn't it? Yeah, my my hat's very much well and truly on. But uh, hey, we're gonna talk about something a bit more lighthearted. <laughs> so that's the hum, that's the headlines. We're, we're rattling <laughs> we're it off. Shit, LinkedIn advice, and again, uh, trying to figure out how we're just a pawn in the puppet of the. <laughs> In the world going on, living here in Australia, we're very, very grateful. We live in a country that, yeah, no worries, back in lockdown again. And yeah. yes, people can get be stormed into their house and be arrested. And 
Mm. Fuckers with all the power in the world can do whatever the fuck they want and get away with it and have nothing happen. So good on them and good on us for being the pawns in their games. Yeah, well, there you go. How do you feel about that? Oh, I just feel it. I'm fine. I'm fired up. <laughs> hey, but today we're going positive. First half, all right? Are we? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to be positive now from yeah, now on. It's yeah. um, it's Men's Mental Health Week. Um, thanks, Mum, Kathy Hicks, Golden Spoon listener. Yeah. She she mentioned that we should do something for Men's Mental Health Week, and uh, we thought we'd do a bit of a bit of a recap of some of the things that what what makes us tick. What do we think around mental health and Maybe give you guys some advice if you haven't, if you're new to the pod, where you can go back We're, and listen to. We've had some pretty good players in this space yeah. on the pod and been able to pick, pick their brains. So, and I've been doing an online course. I'm becoming a doctor, so all, all <laughs> the all the advice I give is 100 percent correct. So, listen to every word. Well, what they, uh, what why men, why men's mental health? Uh, I think about the week I'm on their website now. Uh, Good question, because the health status of males in, in most countries, including Australia, is generally poorer than that of females. More males die at every stage through the, through the life course. More males have accidents, more males take their own lives, and more males suffer from lifestyle-related health conditions than females at the same age. Fuck. <laughs> I didn't want to know that. I'm trying to make this a bit more lighthearted. <laughs> it's just, it's, meanwhile, men are less frequent visitors to, general, to GPs, and the perception is that they don't care about health or that health services are not well prepared to interact with men effectively. But that's not what Men's Health Week is about. Men's Health Week started in the United States by the US Congress in 1994 to heighten awareness of preventable, preventable health problems and encourage early detection and treatment of diseases among men and boys. In Australia, there were small and localised men's health week events, Victoria and New South Wales, from about the year 2000. Uh, so anyway, that's what we're here to do today, and to talk about men's mental health. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a crazy one. When, you, when you're reading that out, it actually makes me feel a bit like maybe I, I'm one of them people that just sort of let it go, let it go, let it go. So I feel like I've probably, I've been told to get a general checkup for ages now. <laughs> just like, bro, just check the oil. I don't think things aren't right, you know. I go to the dentist. Yeah, so do I. I've got to do a lot of things and I'm just, I'm putting it off because I know I just, don't want to, I just don't want to go through stuff, you know? Yeah, I, I just want, I just want to, ignorance is bliss type of setup, but I'm, I know I'm going to have to do it one day. Like, sisters are pregnant and apparently I need a hoop and cough needle um, before, like six weeks before, so I can go see the, the, see the babies. And I'm like, that's my phobia, needles are my phobia. So I've just been like, I'm pushing it to like six weeks on the dot that I'll be in there getting it done because I just, there's something about them that I just, I can't handle them. I hope it gets stuck in your arm or, you know, like. Well, I'll, I'll put it to this, this lady back in, um, back in school, you know, when you had to get your tetanus shot and stuff. She was literally like Kathy Bates from Misery. She lined me up like a dartboard and literally threw it in my arm and it, it scarred me for life and I've just, I've hated needles. Didn't you since. faint getting your blood taken? Yeah, I've played it a couple of times. Yeah, because it's blood, it's blood coming out. It's my blood. No, but hang on, didn't you faint before the needle even went in? Oh, yeah, I heard a story yeah. that you'd fainted. It was at the optometrist. <laughs> so <laughs> nothing even. I didn't, I didn't even get a needle. But yeah, but mum, I just say, mum, you didn't feed me all day. You know what I mean? I was diving. <laughs> a, I, was fa- I fainted of starvation. You know what I mean? It was like full Oliver Twist sort of setup. All right. Well, let's kick it off with a bit of this fucking men's mental health week or men's health week. I think... One of the things that's pretty important to touch on is, is mental health. It's been a massive... Uh, I think it's been it's had, in a good way, a lot of spotlight shone on it based on the outcomes of being in a pandemic and I guess the global awareness of what's going on as more people... It's become more norm to talk about it. I see those ads coming up there on the TV where it's like, 
oh, you've strained your brain too, bro. You need to go get some help. You know, like, <laughs> have you seen those fucking ads? The Seabus ads. Well, oh, whatever those shit ads are. But <laughs> I think for me, it's like mental health. We talk about it to death. And I think that one of the things, the biggest learnings that I've had is like, you've got to take control of your own mental health. And it's more, you can't live in this fucking crazy cycle. For those who have, have anxiety, most times you get stuck in these thought loops. And it's the reason you, you delve deeper and deeper and you spiral into these different things is life's uh, i'll go fucking full full deep or yeah, whatever like on, stroke the beard i'll stroke the beard Life's shit not like it's not designed to suit you in any way shape or form and we've talked to people from the resilience project to sir john Kerwin from um mentimia and talking about men's suicide and men's mental health and sharing and reaching out and doing things i just think people have got to like accept what their own reality is and if you can't if you're not willing to even accept what your own reality is you you've got no chance of moving forward and feeling better about any any things in in your life and as much as that's sometimes hard and confronting i think that a lot of people put these band-aid solutions like fuck i'm gonna go do meditation i'm gonna go do a yoga class or if i don't have my coffee before this time then my mental health's fucked mm. you know i feel like if you've if you're missing a coffee because of your mental health thing i think you've got a bigger problem you know i think you're covering yeah. up the things that you really need to to do and i think it takes learning and practice and and the practice of self-awareness is not an easy thing and it can it can come off a bit shit because you've got to actually put yourself first but that and that means in doing it in both ways whether you're putting yourself first to figure out what you need in order to put yourself in a better mental health space or you you're brutally assessing your own actions your own fucking reality to see why is it you're feeling the way that you are Mm, good point because a lot like Life is suffering, and it? it's just next shit, random shit after random shit. Like you can't predict the future, and I think like I think their methods are like meditation could be a thing, a trigger thing for you to switch off. Like what we're going to get into now is like our routine. So for me, switching off for me is going for a long walk. Like I've been going for walks since I was buddy like ten. No, not ten. I'm making that up. It sounds good, <laughs> but maybe since I could probably. I could walk at 10, couldn't I? I don't know, I'm making shit up. Since I could walk, I was going on... You definitely couldn't drive. I was going, I definitely couldn't drive. <laughs> I was going on some solo escapades down the valley. So I, I had this thing where I'd just listen to music and just switch off. And I liked the fact that I didn't have an iPhone or a smartphone for ages. So I'd take like the MP3 player and then the and then the iPod like shuffle thing. So that was for me was like getting away and thinking about shit and thinking out like the next move. How it, Like you're assessing different parts of your life. Like I feel like having that space to zoom out and and focus and think about what you're actually doing and stuff i feel like that giving yourself space is a good thing so meditation it could be just shutting the brain off and then in the shower that night or other things can come to you and you can sort of fill that cut back up like we talk about because we do so much like creating stuff like the things that we do we like to do is just switch off completely like i watch the footy on the weekends and just watch every game like a nuffy but i like not thinking and just watching something that i enjoy that's entertaining so i feel like that sort of it's like it, it makes it easier you know like it, it's not always go 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 you yeah, know you find your things like for yeah. me it's like going surfing i get time away from the phone i think it's it's an important thing like there's plenty of good books out there we've mentioned heaps on the pod but like cal newport deep work and digital minimalism are, are two of my fucking big i don't know go-to books if you want to, if you're interested in figuring out how to take control of your life but still sign up to my no nah, but it's not it's, it's not sign up to your course it's more like I feel like there's a lot of advice out there about people shying away from technology or technology is the devil and all this sort of fucking shit. I just think it's like, that's the way the world is. We're going to continue to go down this 
pathway as a species and technology is going to become more and more ingrained in our life and people instead of like fearing away from it and going social media has done this and tech smartphones have caused me to do blah you know like everyone's addicted got their own addictive fucking these things are they are addictive it's not going Mm. like that but there's another book called hooked by nuriel like go and read that talks about product development go and fucking learn the things about that's it's causing these actions you know what i mean if you feel like you spend too much time on your phone Learn a bit about how, what are the things that these apps and shit are creating and designing that forces you to stay on the platform. Yeah. You know, like if you have <laughs> yeah. if information, if you can learn some of these things about how it, you can look for the signs and you can actively avoid it and put a different habit in your life. It's sort of researching confidence, isn't it, really? It's the confidence to take that step and, and do things. It's hard, isn't it? Well, I just reckon that there's a lot, like, at the moment, there's so much advice out there. Like, I know it's heaps about, like, journaling and gratitude and all this sort of shit, but... It's a step. It's a step to all these things, but my thing is, like, if you don't fucking understand how the game works, mm. and it's more like you're, you're feeling so warped in, and most of the stuff stems from, like, social media presence or this fucking mm. addiction to technology, it's more like, go and understand how the fucking shit works. Mm. Dig Re- deeper. Self-awareness, dig deeper. Yeah, read some things. Go do some research and go, oh, maybe I can learn about how to put myself in a different position next time rather than just like, yeah. if you're never going to change your habits around that stuff, it's not going to change anything in your life. So it's about moving forward, having the confidence to fail again and, and explore and learn learn new things about yourself and make better decisions. Well, there's some, there's some cool apps out there at the moment with Laughscape. Hey, we love Laughscape. Don't worry about that. It's it's provides a, a lighter a look on mental health. So... Um, what that is is comedians doing sort of like calming, sort of meditative um, sort of episodes there so you can sort of get into a good headspace there. Love the layout of that app. It's, it's actually, it's fucking funny. Uh, Mia, Serge on Kerwin, uh, get around that one and, and headspace is obviously a good one for people who want if to, mm. if you can do those guided meditations and switch off shit, there's also calm or whatever, that's a good one. And- I've used calm. I remember a couple of shifts at uh, the Valley where we'd be under the pump, it'd be cox played, there'd be people pissing on the bar, there'd be spew everywhere. And I'd be going down to the back smokers area laying on the dirty, filthy ashtray couch and I'd get the calm app out and I'd be like, just take me 30 seconds, there's you know, no 30 seconds. Like there's, there's no place like home. It was literally that and I literally took a few deep, big, deep breaths. I was done my best Wim Hof and I'd go up there, punch the wall and I'd be, I'd be back. I'd be firing. I like that. Yeah. So I did use that for like, that was like, you know, when like in case break glass in case of emergency type of setup, that mm. was, I'm glad I downloaded that app. I like that. And the other ones, that if you if you are interested in some of our content, you want to dig back in and uh, see which pods are really focused on like mental health and well-being. And I think that, again, like before we, I think there's more dimensions to it. There's a reason that we, we, we rep the well-being tees and we're trying to incorporate it as part of way of life. I feel like this is mental health for me, especially after being going through some different things with mixed anxiety and depression and figuring out how to get, get control of those things and not be crippled by that shit. It's more like it has to be part of your life. And I know I laugh at those ads where they fucking pop up. You strain your brain, bro. You know, but like it is true. Like it's, I feel like this is just the, the, the next step of like people's eyes opening about what this is all about. But we need to move, we need to move past that because that's just surface level shit. It's yeah. not going to fix anyone's problems. And yeah. we need to, people need to be actually taking more responsibility for their own shit. And embracing the technology and seeing how they can use it for good because That's it's it. not going away, is it? That's it. And That's that, why pe- things like Laughscape and things like people creating stuff like that, shit, it's a perfect example of that sort of setup, isn't hey, it? Hey, but we, lo- we love yous. Keep listening to the pod and. Um, Definitely keep listening. Keep listening to the pod. No, but seriously, <laughs> like, if it is about Mental Health Week, go check on your brother, go check on your dad, check in with a mate. 
ask them how they're doing. If you've got any mates out there and you're seeing signs or triggers, they're acting a bit different, maybe they've gone through another lockdown or they need someone to talk to or they need to go out and have some fun. I think that that's... I just think if you can see some fun, do it. That's you it, know? 100%. And that's, that's all we got.